Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Mac Blood and David Wildey, all thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. The number, if you want to give us a call, we'd love to have your a chat with you, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, 736 736 or text 0427-154-166. Finals 50 minutes away. Malcolm Blight, how are you? Getting a bit toey, a bit nervous? David, it is. Uh, one of the things in thinking about the game, and, you know, the, the, it's, it's September, so everyone gets a bit up and a bit chipper, but trying to pick winners this I think round. it's hard. It's we'll, hard. We'll do our tips later in the show, but I, I, I've actually changed my mind three times already today on, on three of the games. I can't find a certainty. No. Um, normally you can look at one or oh, they should they should smash him, but I just can't. Um, starting with tonight, wet weather, it'd be a tough tough um, conditions, and both teams playing pretty good footy. Um, you can't pick a clear winner. No, I can't. One of the others, and listening to a few of the stories and reading some stuff, is that some some think that maybe Brisbane, who have been undefeated at the Gabba this year, is the team that if you had to pick one winner for the round, maybe maybe. But then we know what the Port Adelaide midfield have done this year. Yeah, you don't mind Brisbane's midfield either. Oh, no. oh, they, they beat them in round one long, long while ago. That seemed ages ago. Just a bit of news to John Ralph reporting AFL's on standby for potential lightning tonight. Wow. If he's within 10K of the stadium, the game will be stopped for a minimum of 20 minutes. Imagine that. They thought we'd have lightning in Harwood today. We didn't. Had a bit of rain for a while, but rain and wind and wind. It was very windy where we were today. <laughs> it was windy. Golf was off. Yeah. Didn't even get out of bed for that. No. But um, so yeah, inclement weather tonight, and also possibly tomorrow night in Melbourne uh, for the finals. A minimum of twenty minutes. What's the maximum? Well, they're saying minimum. That they haven't given a maximum. Oh, then it would re- recommence when safe, whatever safe, safe is. Mess, yeah. When it's gone, I'd imagine. What if it stayed for an hour and a half? Well, you wait an hour and a half. Oh, would anyone like that? I went through this when the lights went out at Waverley that time when St Kilda played yeah, Essendon. Well, and they replayed the game. Uh, what was left? What was missed? I remember Crow, it went too long. Crow's game against Carlton as lightning out of Princess Park in the old days. That was quite scary. I think they kept playing. How come we kept on playing? I don't know. I played in Lightning. Maybe weren't as important as the players today. They, you know, they're all wrapped up in cotton wool and get yeah, the big pay. And we kept playing with concussions. Hey, you got the teams, bloody. The oh, teams are in. Yes. Now, Port Adelaide, as we all probably knew, McKenzie, Lysett and Marshall back in. Three big ins. And out, Hayes the Ruckman. Evans the youngster. He's a bit, bit unlucky. He's, he's done okay. Jonas now. There's a story on Jonas, and, and I'll say Boke as well, but there's a story on Jonas. Yeah, we thought Tom Jonas would make way for McKenzie, and he has. has. But not because he's been omitted. He, he, he's done a calf tonight, which you'd think for Tom that could spell end of career. Very rarely you got a one-week calf or two-week calf. They, yeah. they can be nasty, particularly as you get older. So 
if he in fact has done a calf and we believe he's off for scan so um that could be the curtain coming down on Tom Jonas. But thankfully for Port Adelaide, they've got McKenzie waiting in the wings. Now, do you think Travis Boke will be sub, sub? probably. Not Evans? No, I think they'll play Bokey. Bokey, you know, he get his run. Bokey's been, in, I think, pretty poor form this year. He's just fallen off a cliff. He started with injuries, mm, yeah. uh, with the ribs. Yeah, bet that's right. Yeah. Never got it right. No. A wonderful player, wonderful guy, and one of Port's greatest. But I don't know, I just think, he doesn't look like the Travis Boat we've seen for so many years. No, I'd have to agree with that. Uh, been a wonderful warrior. Brisbane one change? Yeah, Lincoln McCarthy's in, who's the dangerous, isn't he? He's a dangerous player. Oh, can take a mark, mark as a yeah. small forward. Yeah. They've got... Right, this is where they're so good. They've got two big guys in Hipwood and Danaher. McCarthy and Rainer can take a spectacular yes. mark. A little Charlie Cameron. And yeah. McCluggage rolls up forward oh, too. Oh, yeah. And Jared Lyon, sadly, he's missed his spot with uh, Kai Lohman. Uh that's how you say it, isn't it? Yeah, Kai. Just had a text. Bloody was so quick, the lightning could never get him. That's why <laughs> That's why you stayed out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, we did, we, we, but we did play in lightning. Yeah. Oh, well, you could see it flash over the back there. I mean, it, lightning is very serious. A good friend of mine, Dean Marsh, a wonderful cricketer prospect, son Jackson, was struck by lightning at Pembroke oh, at training. Oh, wow. um, oh, might be seven, eight years ago now, and died. So. Wow. Lightning, you don't mess around with lightning and repeating it tonight. There could be a, a delay if, if, in fact, the weather gets too bad there. So, interesting. The other teams, um, while we go through the sides, so Carlton have got their big guns back in, Cripps and Pitnett and Doherty. Yeah, that, that's three pretty good ends. And, and Dow and Fisher, I mean... I'm surprised. Fisher's been averaging 25 possessions a game. Yeah, I know. It, it is It is strange, isn't it? I mean, It'd probably be the sub, uh, you think? Yeah, probably, yeah. Corey Durden's been omitted as well. Yeah, one of Trevor Clisby's charges yeah. is out. Now, also in the other game, Max King and Sebastian Ross are back in for St Kilda. Hayes, oh, Jack Hayes is injured, the boy from here. Stocker and Burns is a sub. Yeah, Ross is, I think they're going to take a pump with him. We had Ross Lyon on 360 last night. King comes in, obviously. And they did. They could have brought Dougal Howard back in, but they've elected to go with Cordy. He said... What do you say? Possession is nine tenths Tenth of the, of the law. law. <laughs> it's stiff. Fight. Look, finals is all about timing and opportunity. Oh, you get injured on the week of final. It just makes it so tough. Really yeah, it does. Giants, Sam Taylor. Bad beginning. And, and Bedford. But Bedford has had that silly, what do I call it? Frivolous or something. Yeah, frivolous. Yeah. It, um, it was too. And just ridiculous. Ludicrous. Yeah, ludicrous. I'd call it. Yeah, Webster's playing his 150th and Josh Battle playing his 100th for St Kilda. Harry Hilmerberg plays his 150 for the Giants. Gee, it goes, isn't it? You remember them starting as kids. So that's going to be... Look, oh, those four games. Unbelievable. It, it is mouth-watering, isn't it? I mean, you sort of... You, you wait for this at the end of the year. Now, with Port Adelaide going to finish second or third? And, and now it's, it's developed the way it is. Brisbane have got the home team, uh, home game. And it's going to be tough for Port. But, they, gee, they're a good team, Port yeah, Adelaide. Got, they are. We've got your man, Andy Marr, a little bit later yeah. from the front bar. And it's a very popular guy, Andy. He'll be speaking about the finals. Give us an up, weather update there. This good all thanks to Cobram Estate, the premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. Been using that since we spoke about it. And you told me about it. You've got the good stuff at home. Oh, yeah. The real good oil. Yeah, we got them too. We've got all the good stuff. <laughs> all from Cobram Estate, I, uh, a cold press in northern Victoria. Andy Marr, he's a fantastic fella. Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. You know when I did a thing called Talking Footy on the couch? Yeah, I do. Which Bruce McAvaney? And Mike Sheehan. 
we started that program of three blokes, which has now been going. So everyone else has copied off you guys way back then. Well, yeah, pretty much, oh. of course. But you'd you'd expect that. Anyhow, oh. Andy Andy Marr was a young cadet reporter in those days, and we put him in a Dick Tracy hat and a coat. So for any any breaking news and serious. This is, and we used to put a shadow figure oh, on him. It was Andy. And, it was, yeah, and Smith's going to leave Geelong and go to Carlton, you know, and do all that sort of stuff. It was Andy Marr he's, as a youngster. He's done well, hasn't he? Like yeah. uh, at the back end, if you like, of a career, you suddenly come on the front bar, the most popular show going around. Have you been on the front bar? I have actually. Now, I'm, I'm, this, this is not news breaking, but, um, you know, I gathered, you knocked a back last yeah, this but, year. Yeah, but. I think I've... I've upped the ante a bit? <laughs> no, I had, I had guests last year. Remember we had all yeah. the, we had a reunion, so I couldn't get... I see you want another zero, I thought. <laughs> Can I also say, I've sort of half agreed to it, to the gather yeah. round next year. Yeah, you said, what, God willing or something? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Hey, want to play a couple of grabs, thanks to Cobram Estate. These are Dan Houston, too. He, he's all Australian and... Uh, He's had a remarkable year, but here's him talking about expecting scrappy footy on Saturday. Yeah, we're prepared to play any style that we need to play. And, um, you know, we looked at a few stats compared to seasons and finals and the contested footy and the intercepts, the ground balls, all that sort of stuff, um, you know, is a lot higher, which does indicate that it is a little bit more scrappier, which is, you know, obviously due to the intensity going up. So we're prepared to play that. And we know there'll be stages where it'll open up and we'll get the game going. Um, but we are prepared for a scrap as well. Yeah, I just more to think about it. They got so many attacking options, mm-hmm. Brisbane, mm-hmm. and when McKenzie comes back after five or six weeks, who's he play on? Well, it'd be Danaher, Hipwood. I'd imagine Danaher, and they're much bigger. Aaliyah's got to play on one of them. Yeah, they're much bigger. I know, I know. Here's Dan Houston. What are the Lions' biggest strength? I think they're contests, and they think they've got a really strong forward line. Um, they're a really well-rounded team, and. Um, we think we've got some areas that we can pick them apart in, but I think they're a strong side and it'll be a, you know, a four-quarter effort that we'll need to get done to, to beat them. Yeah, and there's another little fella. He's, he's an excitement machine, isn't he? Played for the Crows. Now, this surprised me, this yeah. little stat yeah. today. When we saw this, I said, oh, we've got some audio with Brendan here. And he's, oh, Charlie's 200 games. If you'd asked Charlie me, I would have said 150. Yeah, I'd, I'd snap. Seven snap. and a bit years, maybe yeah. eight year. He must have played 10. Two hundred games, I can't believe it. He is. Oh, how'd you like to be standing him? How the crows still like him, <laughs> yeah, eh? Yeah. How no, would, I wouldn't like him. You he's know what a, he does? He's a lovely player. He's very clever. Yeah. He leads you, yeah. races you up towards the centre, then sprints back. Yeah. So catch me if you can. I'm Charlie yeah. Cameron. Wow. Uh, I've just got a text. Pouring in Melbourne, lightning has forced players off the field during yeah. the warm up. Unbelievable. So there'll be there'll be a minimum twenty. Yes, 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 yes. So Minimum still got 20. time. Yeah. yeah, got time still, but wow. hopefully get some. Let's hear about Charlie. Very rarely hear from Charlie. He's, he's one of these guys that doesn't speak much. Not A bit like Todd Marshall never used to speak. They used to call him Humphrey. Todd. Todd's nickname, Humphrey B. Bear. Never spoke. <laughs> uh, here's Charlie Cameron. I'm playing his turn of the game. Well, I think truly grateful to play. I guess one game in the AFL to play 200 is pretty special, so... Um, I'm looking forward to it and obviously representing my community up in the Mornington Island in the Gulf up there. So we've got a few family members coming down. So it's pretty exciting and yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, I've got 20 so far, but yeah, uh, it's pretty tough to get flights down and stuff from the community and um, have family in WA as well. So my parents flew over last night from Newman, so 12 hours in Perth. So yeah, a 12 hour trip yesterday. 
You know how they have their their songs attached yeah. to that? His is Take Me Home Country Road. Yeah. Loves it. Does the motorbike when he kicks goals. Oh, uh, he's an exciting player, bloody. I love watching him. What about that first stride he makes, that big long stride, and then boom, off he goes. Pace is yeah, king. Pace is king. Always will be. You still have to play, though. I mean, I've seen some quick players that don't read the game like he does, but he was, he's a beauty. Just uh, digressing, Mark Bickley talking about Dersma. Remember, we heard the rumour, maybe Dersma. Yeah. Well, if they're going to bring in Radigalia and, and perhaps Grundy, they're going to have to give something up, particularly yes. if it's Geelong. Yeah. But is Mark Bickley saying, could Dersma actually land at the Crows? As you said, his, his sister's just moved over here. If he didn't want to leave Adelaide, could could it be Shane McAdam to Melbourne, Brodie Grundy to Port Adelaide and Xavier Dersma to Adelaide? Now, Adelaide don't have, you know, they're, they're looking for that outside mm. running machine who's a great kick and we've seen Dersma do that really well. He hasn't had the, uh, the, the consistency or the continuity in his game mm. over the, probably the last 18 months, but... He is very capable. He fits right into that slot in terms of age bracket, games, experience that Adelaide are looking for. He's ready made. I think he would be in their best 22. Mm. What do you make of that? Well, it's happened before. I forget how many players have swapped from Port to Crows or Crows to Port. It's been done before. It's not a silly thought. Um, there's some, you know, there's some players at the Crows that have played that role. You know, Schonberg being one, Scholl being another. Are they the guys going forward? Schonberg's got that. Didn't he do an Achilles late? So yeah, they, did. They, they may be looking for someone like that. Oh, he'd fit in well, I think. Yeah. I, I like him just an old, just yeah. an old fashioned footballer, Xavier Dersma. Coming up on the show, thanks to the all electric, we're talking about electric lightning, Kia EV6, GT Supercar, and Lumo Energy SA. Switch to the affirmative, join Lumo today. Lost in the Wash, Toddy Gray's tips for GRSA, and Andy Marr, very funny man. He, you might not think that, but he's very funny. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Matt Blight and David Wildey, don't forget the 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final double ticket giveaway powered by Signet. I can win.com.au. But time now for Toddy Gray, tips of GRSA, Toddy Gray, Greyhound Racing SA. No one runs the dogs like South Australia. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SEN SA. Oh, what a promo there. Gold in there. Yeah, Next man a, is gold. No, His name's Toddy Gray. No, no not last week he wasn't. No, yeah, no. I, in fact, you're right. Yeah. He's rubbish last week. Yeah, no. <laughs> Toddy, how are you? No, he's right. Fool's gold, that. Fool's gold last week. Well. From, from millions of pennies, virtually. Y- yes. When you fall off the horse, they say get back up there, Toddy. So uh, any any update on the acting, too? We should ask you that. Uh, no, None of Japan still, so no news is still good news. But I just, I uh, only just yesterday um, replied back to two uh, auditions, for uh, one for a commercial, one for a short film. Just playing, um, just playing very minor roles. But still, uh, fingers crossed. Well, that's what they say. If you apply for 100 things, you might get two. So yeah, well, I've, yeah. I've actually done that yeah. commercials and, and the short role in a film. I've done those things, Toddy. It's, it's quite exciting, actually. Well, hopefully I can follow in your footsteps, if you don't mind, great man. Malcolm, this is about Todd, not yourself. All right, Toddy, let's, yeah. let's, let's have a winner. Easy. Well, I've got two lads here tonight, and the first one is very unlike me because I don't really like dipping shorties, but 
Some, I don't like telling fibs either. Look, race four, number one, Springvale Roxy does look your winner, but it's only around about a dollar seventy to be honest with you. Um, look, I actually think it will start shorter in the tomato sauce odds. Um, she's in great form. She hasn't missed a place the last five runs. There is no scenario where I don't see her leading this and leading it by a long, long way. Uh, it's only a four-dog field, and there's going to be a lot of last-section strength here, some very strong dogs. But Springvale Roxy isn't weak. She's won over the 600 metres, and when she gets left alone, she is a completely different animal. I can't see them getting within Cooey of her tonight, but again, the odds show that. So race four, number one, Springvale Roxy. If you want to throw it in any multis or anything like that, or if you do want a sharp, you know, short, sharp and sweet one, that does look your winner, race four, number one, Springvale Roxy. Okay, that's pretty short, but give us another one then. Yeah, uh, race nine, number seven, Chairman. Uh, look, only two dividends here, I'm afraid, but I reckon he runs top two at worst. Uh, there's no real speed in this race. I think the three-dog Nangar Teddy is going to end up being your leader. And I'm looking what can lob second or third, and I keep coming back to this old boy. Now, he's lightly raced, and he's known more for his six and 700-metre efforts. But he's fresh up tonight. Now, that means he hasn't raced for about three months. And I've noticed a little pattern with this dog whenever he has a bit of a spell. When he comes back, he jumps much better. And look, there's no speed on either side of him. The eight's lost its early dash, and the six is slower out than he is. There's every chance he will get the second or third going down the back straight, which is about the halfway point. And again, he's known for his last section strength. So if that, get, if that happens, if he's three quarters fit, let alone fully fit, he does look like he'll run down the early leader. So race nine, number seven, chairman. He's, only, he's around about five, 550 at the moment. So him each way, please. Now, what about the weather? Uh, playing any havoc today uh, with the rain and the wind? At the, at, oh, in the earlier day, yeah, look, the, 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 it's going to be a very wet track tonight. Obviously, the sand soaked it all up right now. So if there's no more downpour, it'll get a little bit quicker as the night goes on. So it's not going to be overly fast track. But again, it will suit some run-on dogs, which both of these really are tonight. But right now, the track is holding up okay. The, the sand has soaked up all the water. That just means it's going to be a very heavy track. So kind of like I said, the dogs have to use a little bit more oomph to kind of push off. Yeah. So that suits the run-on dogs, which we found two of tonight. Yeah, Toddy, you're a football man. We never ask you that. Do you care about football? or you, We know you love your greyhounds. I, about... No, I, I do indeed. Uh, virtually greyhounds, football and tennis are my top three. Okay, well, there yeah, you there go. You go. There, that, that's, a, that's a very good trio. Toddy Gray there and uh, all the tips, and he's gone for one shorty and one with a bit better odds. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, David, just a quick one. Brody Grundy, uh, Simon Goodwin said yesterday, he can talk to whichever club he like. We're a mature business now. Oh. This is a massive, this is a 180-degree turn from anything else I've ever heard in footy that you, uh, you've got a contract with a club with a couple more years, and yet you can go and talk to clubs. This is the first. Simon Goodwin put everyone, it out there. Yeah, I, I think they want him out. I think they realise that but he's not... So that we can do it now. You won't well, get fined for doing it, talking to contracted players. Well, I think managers are allowed to, yeah, oh, could, yeah, well, of course they do. But How does it happen otherwise? Does he go to Port Adelaide? Is, is, is that the best fit? Probably is. I mean, he's got a great young midfield under him if he, if he goes there. He might be the missing piece, Grundy. And uh, uh, Asaba Radigalia. Radigalia. I mean, Can they fit them both in? He's, not, he's nominated Port Adelaide. I heard, I heard someone saying um, $5 million for six years or whatever. I mean, that is ridiculous money for a guy that couldn't get a regular spot at Geelong in their team. Seriously. Yeah, What'd you be worth? Oh... Probably Please. wrong man, no. No, no, can't ask me that. But seriously. I'm not very much now. I'm pretty old, you know. He's a, he's he's athletic. <laughs> he takes a good mark. He's strong, but he, I don't think he's reliable as a backman. He still hasn't got the, the craft and the actually he doesn't stick to his man all the time. So I, I'd go Grundy ahead of Radical I think. Yeah, I think so from a football point of view.
purist. I tend to agree with that. And, David, I could answer that. Not enough. They couldn't pay me enough to play now, David. Okay. Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Polaris plate clearance on now. Save $2,000 in the range of 1000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free accessories. Still a big show to come. Stick around because we've got uh, the man on Channel 7, Andy Ma. Andy Ma. Very uh, popular man. Back with more shortly. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Sports Day essay. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SEN SA. Well, Blighty, it's a big night tonight. It's a big night in Melbourne. And uh, we're going to speak with our next guest, Andy Marr, the most popular man in Melbourne for tyre power. Big footy final sale. <laughs> now on, get into your local independently owned tyre power today. Andy, how are you? Dave, there's about uh, 150, no, no, I was going to be but at 1.5 million more popular bikes in Melbourne than me, but I, I'm very happy with that introduction. So but you, I'm going well, mate, looking forward to this tonight. Uh, just on the finals, we'll get to Carlton shortly, but this is a fantastic, intriguing final series. There's no clear winners. I mean, tonight, Melbourne, Collingwood, you've got Port Brisbane, you've got uh, the other games, Carlton, Sydney and St Kilda Giants, and they all seem to be reasonably evenly matched. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, most people outside your neck of the woods are probably thinking that Brisbane is, you know, the most clear-cut, uh, most likely to win. But uh, that's disrespectful to what Port's done at times this year. So, no, they're, they're, it's I, I can't wait. They're, they're all good matchups for different reasons, and she's we've got a good way to kick it off tonight. Certainly have. I just on that, and it took. Obviously, to a lot of people during the week, I've just felt the losers this week of of one, two, three, and four aren't necessarily out of it. There has been times we know in the past where that all that does is regenerate them, and they come back again and can win the flag. But they're not out of it. Yeah, well, you no, you know this better than um, yeah. most, bloody. That that that's the natural inclination, isn't it? To jump on the winners from yeah. week one and um, right off the losers. But the four, the, up until the last four or five weeks of the season, the the the, the Top four throughout the home and away season felt like they'd gapped the rest. So I know it all changed a little bit with those three coming hard to get in at the bottom half of the eight late. But I think there was a reason they looked as good as they did in the top four. And I suspect that'll come to play in the next few weeks. Now, Collingwood-Melbourne. I mean, it's a super, super game coming up, isn't it? Hibbard and McDonald. Now, McDonald hasn't played a lot. We know he's been wounded. He's been in the VFL. And Hibbard, Melksham out's a huge loss for them, isn't it? But... At least yeah. they've got two two capable veterans that can play at the level. So you, you know that Tom's done it in finals yeah. as yeah. well. So you, you know that. So they can they can back his um, know-how and his history. He's um, he's had a luckily he put some, together some reasonable VFL form late because there were times when he did come back where he looked a step off at even at VFL level. So he's found some form at just the right time. Um, they, they're going to be looking at Petrarca and Fritch, aren't they? They're, they're the two, and mm. they want the best from Cosie Pickett, and we're going to get a night, I reckon, that might bring Pickett into the game. So um, I, I reckon if they're going to kick a winning score, Melbourne, it, it might not necessarily be the big blokes who do it. It might be their, their in-betweeners and their smalls. Andy Mara, guest. Andy, you call a lot of footy, and you see the big Melbourne clubs uh, 
I've been lucky enough to see Collingwood three or four times this year. They are my pick and my tip. I think when they play their best footy, they're, they're so exciting. But once again, you've got Melbourne and, and Brisbane are firing up. But uh, and, and tell us about the vibe in Melbourne. Carlton are finally back in. St Kilda are back in. Uh, Melbourne, and of course, Collingwood. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, you know, we've had we've had Richmond sort of doing their thing and, you know, Geelong in recent years, and it's kind of unfamiliar to see the pair of them not here at this time. But, you know, St Kilda have just been the survivors all year. Ross has done a great job, and people have been trying to find ways that uh, to exit them out of the top eight, but they've hung in there. And, and you know, the, the, the turnaround from Carlton in the second half of the year is, you know, quite remarkable. So the momentum around that club um, uh, is is irresistible at the moment. It's inescapable, that's for sure. Like They're making a lot of noise and um, there's going to be a lot of them at the MCG tomorrow night. Yeah, my first part of the question I should have asked you was who was the best you've seen live, um, given the fact you do see the, the yeah, teams a fair yeah. bit more? Yeah, Collingwood for me. I, I won with you, Dave. I reckon... But the problem with Collingwood is that when they were flying, Nick Dacos was in the middle of everything. Yeah. He was, they couldn't tag him, and he was getting 35. And you know what he's like, Blighty, just the way he'd link up and turn defence into attack, and his ball use was magnificent. And uh, he's some blokes, some blokes, you know, some blokes just can't be replaced, and Nick Nick Dacos can't be replaced. So, you know, whether they get him back this year, there's there's a there's a question mark about that. Um, they, they've missed him, and whether they can produce the best that you and I reckon we've seen, Dave, um, without him, that, that's, the, that's the challenge for Collingwood. Yeah, I, Andy, I agree. Murphy and Moore have missed games. Now they're coming back in, and, and Noble, hope, well, supposedly out. I mean, I, there, there have some, been some chinks along with Dacos. They've been the dis, most disrupted team in that top four bracket in the last, what, six or eight weeks. So... Their form is going to dictate, obviously, what happens from here on in. But they were the best team for 18 weeks of the season. And only late did they drop off. So, Bloody, you tell me, Craig McRae, you know, mentioned it with us on Monday, that you know, they, they qualified for um, finals footy about 10 weeks out. So, so they knew they were going to be playing in the finals. They didn't know where they were going to finish. And they knew they were going to finish in the top four. And then they knew they were going to finish on top. So you tell me how difficult it is to just keep your players at that edge that you want them to be at, um, when it's all yeah. on the line, knowing full well for Collingwood for a lot of the season, it actually wasn't all on the line. No, but I, I mean, footballers are footballers. I reckon competitors compete. Coaches compete all the time. I, I, I don't buy that, Andy, in all fact. I, I really don't. Yeah. What you want to do yeah. is keep going as best you can. See if you can find another link, a little missing link, because no, there's always never the perfect game. And that's why I think that I, I just reckon that Dacos is, as you say, is a super, super player. Moore was a bit rusty before he, yeah. he, he got out. Yeah, but Petty, Petty and Milksham out too. That's yeah, a couple of big outs for Melbourne. Melbourne, yes, it is. Yeah, you're quite right. But at least the other blokes have played a bit. So, oh, look, I, I, it's not a given. I, Collingwood yeah. are the most fascinating team for me in the top four. I think Port can actually beat Brisbane, believe it or not, in Brisbane. They probably won't, but they're good enough to. And I think Melbourne, my team that I picked at the start of the year with Brisbane to play in the grand final, the pieces have come back in nicely together, excepting for Melksham, really. Yeah, well, Clayton Oliver's ready to go, yeah. isn't he? I mean, he's yeah. got the, he's got enough, enough games under his belt now to slide in and, 
you know, Petra- that that means with Viney having the season that he's had, and you know, you, the Sparrows and the Neil Bullens and the, these blokes who can go through the middle, it just means that Petrarca can spend a bit more time forward. And uh, we all know, even though his kicking can be a bit you know, hit on me sometimes, we know how dangerous he is when he's lurking down there. So, yeah, I, look, I, I think it's fascinating. I, it's, it's a genuinely, genuinely interesting finals campaign. There's no standout. I, I, I know people want to declare Brisbane and as a certainty to get in, but oh, I don't reckon there's... I reckon mm. it's intriguing, and there's a lot of question marks about all of them, and there's some good teams here. Carlton supporters have been put through the ringer, Andy, including yourself, um, and they were halfway through the year. They were, they were crying out for, for Voss's head and everybody else, but did, did you see that turnaround coming? I mean, they probably, with GWS, been the, the, the form team the last 10 weeks. No, oh, Dave. No way. Like they, 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 they went through a patch in the middle of the year that you know is, is well known by all. But they, they'd lost. They played the worst game of footy I've seen them play for a long time against Melbourne. Then, then Essendon knocked them over easily. Uh, season gone. The next week they got they've got Gold Coast at the MCG. It's about round fourteen. Yep. And Gold Coast had kicked two six in the first quarter. Oh, they play Carlton off the park. Mm. And had they kicked straight, they would have been four or five, maybe even six up at quarter time. Now, I don't know what happened to that quarter time break, but Carlton kicked nine in the second yeah. quarter. They started absolutely rolling, and they haven't looked back since. I, I don't know what happened, Blighty. I've got no idea. It's a mystery to me. Uh, maybe there'll be a story told at the end of the year. But the turnaround at quarter time in that round 14 game against Gold Coast of the MCG um, is the moment in time for Carlton. That's six minutes. Whatever happened then... Um, is is uh, a, a, hopefully a bit of Carlton folklore in the years to come. Yeah, and sometimes it comes from strange places, Andy. But someone mentioned to me, I mean, I mean, you followed Carlton, a lot of Carlton supporters out there, but someone mentioned to me today, the last time Carlton played in the finals, you had short pants and were at school. Is that right? I'm, I'm not right with it, am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite. That's a long time ago. I'm pretty old. Uh, not, not quite, but it, it, does, it does feel like the horse and carts were around the place, but... Uh, no, not not quite there, but you know the magic of quarter time. You know, sometimes it just might be one move. Now they all play one up the ball, one behind the ball. All of a sudden, if one works and goes really well, the other team being up doesn't do anything about it because they think, "Hang on, we're just controlling the game." Controlling the game and leading by a few goals is probably the hardest job in football, as in. Off the ground, not so much on the ground. Because will I change it or will I go with them? Will I keep it going? You're forever, ever constantly thinking that through the thing. So, And a lot of coaches get caught out because they think they've spent all this time in the week with them and they say, oh, no, we've worked on this, we've worked on this, and they start to believe all of that. They can't see it change. Uh, the, the, I agree with all that. The only thing I think of, can think of is that all year they've been sort of crabbing it sideways and out the back whenever they got hands on it at stoppage. And in, in that second quarter, they went for, as soon as they got the footy, straight. they just went straight ahead. Yeah. And they were yeah. running out the front of stoppage and driving the footy down the corridor. And that's sort of been the way they played ever since. So maybe there was a, a direction from Vossi and the rest of the coaches. Hey, listen, enough of this. We've we got to do something different here. If we get it, let's just... Let's go forward in a hurry and see what happens. Yeah, they, and they played different. They played a different brand of footy since and, then. And I don't know why they haven't done that from day one. And every coach doesn't do that. How do you know the opposition are going to have a bad day, chipping around and all that mm. rubbish they went on? Anyhow, good yeah. on them. Yeah. They, they yeah. smashed Port Adelaide too. That, yeah. that, that was that was. Amazing. Hey, I reckon you got the most marketable 
player, Andy, I don't know whether you agree or not, Charlie Kerno, if you want to have a poster boy anywhere, some say Nick Dacos, but I think Charlie being the big guy, the big high flyer, full forward, he is so marketable. Well, I reckon the bloke sitting next to you would enjoy watching him play, Dave. He's um, <laughs> he's got a little bit of blighty about him. He can he can turn. He doesn't kick it as much on both sides as Malcolm did, but when he wheels onto that right foot and he's eighty out from goal and he cool. kicks it sixty five in and it gets there fast and blokes are out the back. I mean, he's he is mm. a. I just reckon we should be thankful, no matter who you're barrack for, that this bloke's career looked gone four or five years. That knee was no good. He looked cooked, and whether we're ever going to see him produce to the level that his talent, um, you know, would have him produce that was a real question mark. And I think it's just great for certainly great for Carlton, but it's great for footy that you get to see a guy like Charlie Kernow now being able to produce to the levels that he can. Now, Andy, we've done the Carlton bit. Please, you are playing a team called Sydney. Now, you've watched a lot of them. They have hung in again. Grand final last year. They've hung in and hung in. They've got a good group of youngies in the midfield, and they go okay. You've got to, you're going to you're going to have to play well to beat them. Yeah, no doubt, body. And the first fifteen or twenty minutes, I mean, they're they're probably lucky to be there, given a couple of things that went their way throughout the season. I've done it with you, blokes, to stop talking about you know the the, the, the error post. in the, for the the. the I don't know whether you've stopped talking about it yet, but uh, they're probably a bit fortunate to be there. But they're hard, aren't they? They know that, yeah. they know what this time of year is. Even their young blokes play a lot of finals footy, so they won't be nervous. They're not going to be overawed. And that first hit down of 20 minutes in that game, Sydney bring it and they can get those outside players rolling and Papley and Heaney get a couple on the board early and they're up and about feeling good about themselves then. Oh, it'd be no surprise to me if Sydney, um, you know, walk out of week one of the finals winners. Yeah, I'm going to get you a tip for the Premiership and the Brownlow. Weather-wise, give us an update there. Is it has it come in those big dark clouds? Oh. Yep, yep, it has. <laughs> Actually, as as we've been speaking, it's um, it's arrived. So it's um, it's windy. So and the, this stuff's moving around pretty quickly. We've had a whole lot of it go out to the east of us. Yep, uh, and I'm only about um, 15 minutes away from the MCG and. Uh, and there's a bit of it lurking out to the west. So hopefully we're, we're going to get the edge of it. And fingers crossed that by the time the game starts tonight, it, um, the worst of it might be past us. Yeah, Premiership uh, and Brownlow prediction. Oh, God. I'm a bit with you, Dave. I'm gonna, I, I'll stick with the pies um, without as much confidence now as I had maybe six or seven months ago. Uh, and I'll... I'll Nick Dacos was an absolute moral, wasn't he? But I've got a feeling Marcus Bonapelli might run over the top of him in the last couple of weeks of the season. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, hey, Andy, yeah, have yeah, a yeah, good finals calling, and uh, I'd love to be in Melbourne tonight. It should be a fantastic game, and, and great to catch up with you once again. Uh, good on you, fellas. Always love talking to you. Andy Maher there from the front bar, and as I said, the most popular guy in Melbourne. I repeat that. They, they love him. Uh, all that for Beaumont Tiles, are giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game. $70,000 mm. worth, blighty. seventy mm, grand. Yeah, I know. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. Let's, um, from Andy Ma, let's do our AFL tips. And uh, for Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. The finals, we've spoken about them all week. Uh, gets underway shortly too. Can't wait for the big game, Melbourne and Conway. You've been pretty... Sure, Melbourne all week, haven't you? Yeah, but I'm starting to change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I look, it's one of those. That's games. good, I, isn't I, it? We don't know. No, no look, I, I, the four games you could actually get wrong. 
Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that are listening and they're in the tipping competitions and it's getting down to the finals, da-da-da-da-da. You could easily get four wrong. Now, I've picked Melbourne to play in the grand final against Brisbane. All year I've been on that bandwagon. I still think they can do that, but I'm going to pick Collingwood tonight. I don't... I, one reason, I can't tell you. Okay, it's funny. I bumped into Kane Corns as he left and we, we came in. I said, who's going to win tonight, Melbourne and Collingwood? He said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It is. I'm, I'm, we're meant to be the experts. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, when you get to this stage of the year, if it's not like yeah. that, something's wrong with the system. Weather could play a part. I've been strong Collingwood all year, and I'm not wavering. If they lose tonight, as you said, they're capable of winning oh. three on the trot after. And a couple of their injured players will get a game under their belt, all that. Uh, Melbourne, their midfield, Viney, Oliver, Petrarchi, you think they're made for a bit of wet weather, head over the footy stuff. So I'm, You're a McRae fan as a coach, though, aren't you? Yeah, so I've, got, I've got this betwixt and between, and I'd love <laughs> to see Simon Goodwin keep going with his team. So, mate, I'm picking Collingwood, but with Barrican for Melbourne next week. Yeah, I, th- I think Collingwood's forward line's perhaps more dangerous. Yeah. Different types of players. And um, McCreary coming back in, I think, is a plus. Elliot, my check, yeah. have got different. Yeah. Although um, Fritch is coming back to so big in, and so to obviously Pickett finding a bit of form. So yeah. I, I think it'll be close. It's going to be pretty tough conditions. I'm tipping Collingwood by 11 points. Okay, I'll go 17 then. Oh, go, go more. Yeah, I think so. They'll, okay. kick, they'll kick straighter. So we just spoke with Andy Ma tomorrow night's game, Carlton taking on the Sydney Swans. Now, I agree with you. This weather could be um, inclement again. And Carlton haven't been in finals for a while. We don't no, know what Carlton are going to bring. No. I've tipped Carlton without, <laughs> without any real reasons why, except perhaps playing in Melbourne on the G. And I don't think Sydney have been in super form, even though uh, Crow, Crows should have beaten them a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I, that's, that's the key for me. It looks as though Sydney... Have, have got there, perhaps with a touch of luck, as we've mentioned with Andy. But I I, I just like Carlton a fraction too. Uh, but you've always got Sydney with respect for what they've done for the last 15 years. I think maybe the the real big guns Carlton have, like Kerno's massive, yeah. Cripps is massive. Yeah. Walsh. Wiedering's back into form. Wiedering back in form is very important for them. And and for Sydney, uh, they'll probably try and get someone to stand Gordon. He's to me, he's yeah. their key. Yeah. Gordon and Warner yeah. are the two the two young two yeah. young blokes yeah. that are going. So, yeah, right. I'm. Uh, I think Carlton without <laughs> any yeah. any confidence. So, uh, and please, if you're out there listening and you want, if you feel comfortable picking who we don't pick. Please do yeah, that too. Yeah, don't follow us. No. Uh, St Kilda playing the Giants on yeah, Interesting game. Saturday. We heard Sam Taylor back in and, and Toby Bedford. Bedford yeah. And seriously, that's a common sense decision. How anyone could get suspended, particularly a final, for oh. incidental contact, really. You just put How, a little block on. Look, I want to have a crack at someone here. Whoever put that up and made them go through that process wants to have a really good look at themselves in the mirror. And I don't normally bag anything to do with the tribunal. But that was that was frivolous. Horrendous. Yeah, fr- good word, frivolous. Oh, thank you. A very it's, good word. It's under F-R in the dictionary. Now, now Ross Lyons has done a terrific job with St Kilda, but once again, I think the Giants' um, body of form yep. in the last two months have been better. They've been the informed side um, with Carlton, if you look at yeah. who, who's won what. I just I, think they're playing well. And you, you, you love some of their players. Oh, Whitfield, Kelly. Canelio. And, and even Callum Ward's actually had a little Kelly, resurgence. Kelly. Big star. Tom Green. Oh, what a slip. What Jesse Hogan's finding the yeah, ball. what a player. And man, Callum Brown we spoke to last That's night. Not, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, I favour the Giants just ever so slightly too. Hard, hard, hard against St Gilda. Hard to score. Ross Lyons got his team 
playing his way, and they're going to be hard to beat. For St Kilda to win, who has to fire the big <sighs> their midfield? Yeah, but and King. Yeah, I, I, do you need a big bloke to yeah, stand up? Yeah, I think. It needs Callum Wilkie to stop a few at the back. Oh, he's going to stand Toby Green, yeah, yeah. which I think is yeah. is pretty good too. So like now, the go. big game. Oh, no. And we know Porter got some good ins, oh, as we discussed no. earlier. But that game's played Saturday night. Um, it's in Brisbane. They won't be in their same bed that night. They're going to have to... I just, I just feel you've got to go with a side that's won 11 at straight home. this year. Yeah, now, a couple have been close. Yep. I mean, a couple of crows pushed them, didn't they? Yes. Port Adelaide and Brisbane, a lot of people are saying this is a, a gimme. It's not a gimme for no. Brisbane, having said that I'm picking them. Can I just say, my heart says Port Adelaide can win this. Now, that, But I'm going to say something a bit sillier shortly. Oh. Yeah, I think they can win it. They can win it. That midfield has to play the best game that they've played all year, and they've played a lot of good ones. If they get on top of the Lockie Neals and the Dunkleys of Brisbane, I'm certain they can win it. The thing that I've got now is that is the forward line functioning enough to beat them. Yeah, it's a good call. Too many ifs yeah. for Port. So that's why everything I, has to go right. right. Everything. Where I reckon Brisbane can be a fraction off, just a fraction off, with some of their better players, and I think they can still win it. Yeah, and and like you say, it's not the end of the world if you no, lose. No, no. Port come back if they yeah. lose, come back get a home final, yeah. then advance off it, to off it goes again. Exactly. So I, I, I'm, I want to say Port Adelaide. But, but there's just a couple of ifs in their team that we'll get to find out about. But if they win, I'll be clapping loudly. Yeah, a lot of people are saying they're cherry ripe now. Brisbane, this yeah. is their best chance. Oh, I know you I, said a couple, but I think they're better placed. Their defence is better. Yeah, it is. No Daniel Rich and a yeah, couple yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So I am going Brisbane. Okay, Sam, Sam, time for the sample tips. Oh, yeah. Time now for a Sandful update, thanks to Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Now, I've got to say you've been better than me in the Sandful this year. I think you put a bit more time in your tips. Um, Sturt lose after perhaps losing the unlosable last week. They take on Centrals who just got over Port Adelaide. Do you favour the team that's been beaten? Or do you favour the team that's won? Yeah, that's always... I mean, it's tricky. I, I, what you do is what your eyes tell you to do. But you told me they're both very close this year. Yes, they are. Two points and four points yeah. or whatever it was? I've I've picked... We, we've spoken to Paul Thomas from Central Districts and we've spoken to James Batterby from Sturt this week. Um, I don't know why I said that. I'm going to pick Sturt. Or maybe one convince you more. Yeah. I, I'm going Sturt. I think Sturt's, once again, body of form has, yeah. been, has been better. And... Um, Gee, if they go in straight sets, Marty and Matt will be, and the team be spewing. I think they've got just a few more guns, a bit more firepower. I think so. But Central Districts have had a year of rebuild and growth. So that yeah. I reckon they can build on this. We've had that great run. They've been down for so long. So it's nice to see them back actually playing in finals. Well, the big game too is the one that gets you into a grand final. It's Glenelg v the Adelaide Crows. Um, we spoke with Darren Reeves last uh, night. Yeah. Uh, They've been the best side. They have been yeah. the best side. And, and and Adelaide won't have their full kit. They've got a, like Crouch is not playing. Guys that have got them there, three or four aren't playing. It's going to be a great game. I think Lanell with Lee McBean and, and Allen and all the, the players that have played in grand finals recently, I think they should be too good, just too strong and maybe a bit bigger body than a lot of the younger crows. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with all of that. I mean, they have been the best team, um, had some great wins, uh, had a lot of representations in the state team, 
and the advertiser team of the year, including the coach, as we spoke he's last night. He's done a great night. job, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's been terrific, and he, he, he speaks really well. He's, he's, had a, he's had a journey to get where he came to come to Glenelg, but he's done a really good job. And um, Mickey Godden, one of our favourites too, yeah. always fronts up. Um, yeah. that, and I'm with you. If, if Crows are good enough to win... Don't sit here and wins in two weeks' time saying, oh, what are they doing in the Sandful competition? Uh, They've been in all year. Drive me nuts. you got to play against someone. Anyone out there that listens to this, take your myopic glasses off. It is a 10-team competition. They're the rules. Play who they say to play. And that's coming from the two-time Crows Premiership coach. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but hang on. I'm no, with you. I'm no, with hey, you. No. no. I'm also a Sandful lover. Of course you are. Of course you are. And that's where you, you've got your, bud, your butter... Or your bread buttered early. How's it? <laughs> and jam. And jam too. Just repeating, Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need under the one roof. Um, yeah, the MCG tonight, that game kicks off just about now. You tip again, you're, you're wavering. Yeah, oh, look, I've, 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 I've wobbled to Collingwood, but oh, gee, I'd love to see Melbourne win. This is, this is just pointless talking now about this. Who do you prefer? I, I love watching good footy. May the best team win. Is it? You allowed to say yeah, that? Yeah, I think it's the best final series we are yeah. going to see for a long while. Well, bloody, you enjoy the weekend. It starts tonight. It goes right through. I can't wait for the Brisbane Port Adelaide game. To I am tipping Brisbane, but have a great weekend, and we'll do it all again Monday. We'll know all the winners. Then we're either going to be heroes or or zero. Have a great weekend, bloody. Bye, David.